Are you ready to podcast? Totes. Totes to Lee. Welcome back to another episode of Gotta Read Them All, a.k.a. the Otaku Elegy Podcast. Right, where we like to go in and dissect other things and what characters could be in other kinds of anime and or manga. So, uh, topic for today is uh, how much Giovanni in another life could be Crocodile from One Piece. Do you think so? Totally. (laughs) Uh, I guess I could kind of see it a little bit. A Dragonite or something cut him across the face and took his hand and then he got thrown into a different dimension to be in One Piece and he's like... "Uh." (laughs) But, I mean, it's been a while since we've done a Pokemon episode. Do you remember what happened? On the last one? Yeah. Yeah, we had had the whole thing with Giovanni on the last one. What happened? We had where uh, Red journeyed with Giovanni for a little while. And um, basically, like, got saved by him. And... Giovanni told him, well, he didn't tell him, he told us as the readers, uh, basically, he wasn't intimidated by Red at all for any reason, because Mm -hmm. of of Red being a child, and the decisions Mm -hmm. of what he made, because at one point, Giovanni's like, oh, he could be a threat, and then, uh, and these Magmar were basically burning down the town, and, uh, he and then he left him alive and Giovanni's quote was uh, like that ash red bad. that red is too red. Uh, he's too nice uh, to be a threat basically hmm. but Based, now we are on chapter 24 yeah we're on chapter 24 and uh which is what a dragonite. Yeah. yeah. Which, which, but yeah. And then uh, Giovanni ended up killing these Magmar, so. Yeah, he did. He killed the Magmar pretty good. Right. With ice. Yeah. With ice powers. Yeah. yeah. The worst thing is, it makes me think of Zootopia with the little weasel guy where he's like, ice him. Oh, yeah. It was like a ice shrew. Him. Yeah. It was like a shrew, a shrew, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. But we are now on, is it C Route 19? Red and, is it Polyrath? Yeah, Polyrath and Krabby. Polyrath and Krabby are in the ocean looking for something. He's got like these, like almost like dower rod type of things. They're called the item finders. Are they? Yeah. Because they look like like dower rods, like that thing you can find water with. They are dower rods, but (laughs) they're the item finders. Yeah. Which Um, I would just like to point out, I feel like they were one of the most useless things in the game, but, you know, whatever. I don't even remember that being in the game. Yeah, you could like basically pull them out and it would, you could go to an area and it would tell you like uh, possibly something around location 
Unless oh. you had one of the cut scenes or whatever, where it was basically like you could hold the hold like B or something, and then he would hold the dowel rods, and you could see a little thing like jostled like energy between them or whatever, so that you knew like you were getting close. Mm-hmm. But it was it was weird. And oh, okay, it did not make sense. But we see them swimming in the water looking for something. We don't know what they're looking for. And we flash back to at the Pokey Center. Red is talking to Professor Oak about he's looking for these, this thing called the, was it the Hidden Machines? Is that what it's called? HM, basically? Yeah, yeah. And there are five attacks. And he's already found three, which are Cut, Flash, and Strength, which... Cut went to Ivysaur, Flash went to Pikachu, and Strength went to Snorlax. He's still got to find Surf and Fly. And he's close to finding the Surf one, which we find out that is underwater. And I'm surprised Red can hold his breath for this long. Right. Because it seems like forever. And he... So when he's like talking to Professor Oak, we see him like flashing back and forth between this conversation and what's actually going on. Him trying to get through this particular uh, area, I guess. And turns out there's a fucking Dragonite. And I just gotta say, the scale between Dragonite and Red is like crazy different. Yeah. Like, Dragonite looks like he's um, like a kaiju. Yeah. And no, but he's underwater. No, and it's it's funny because it's how true that is. Because if you yeah. look at like Pokemon, the first movie, uh, when Team stops the Dragonite or whatever, he's almost as big as if Jesse and James stood on each other's shoulders. Yeah. The funny thing though is when we look at the scale of a Charizard, because yeah. most Charizards aren't actually as. Yeah, they're not like that tall. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, uh, but we see Red gets attacked by the Dragonite, and they fly out of the water and hit the uh, the rock that they land on, and Poliwrath and Krabby are knocked out. And which I'm trying to figure out who put this thing under the water, and why is the Dragonite guarding this this thing? I don't know. I I this is my prediction, okay? I think that Professor Oak put these under or in different places for things to happen. Uh-huh. And it was a second thought because they didn't nobody thought about it. The the author or the mangaka didn't think about it uh-huh. at the time. That's why we didn't get a side chapter for Cut, flash, and strength. Yeah. It just kind of seemed like, oh, you know, we get story off of that, you know. Um, I guess. But I think that he put these in different areas for the uh, Pokedex users to actually go find mm-hmm. and um, do that so that they can move on. But I like Red's tactic here that he comes up with. Where he takes I, um, Ivysaur and uses the Vine Whip to wrap it around Pikachu. 
and sends Pikachu down into the water to electrocute the Dragonite. Right. <laughs> Even though Pikachu's not good at swimming at all. Right. Well, and then I like the part that's coming up. Like, he basically shocks him and lures him out of the water. Uh-huh. And then, and then whenever that happens, he's like, here's the ball, Snorlax. Because Snorlax starts charging at him like a football player. Yeah. To hit Dragonite. Yeah, because he basically uses Pikachu as like a, as almost like a like bait, yeah. bait to to lure in Dragonite to make him mad. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think I just found out one thing. What? Snorlax must have played for the Kansas City Chiefs, so he won the Super Bowl. <laughs> but I like this fight between Snorlax and. Dragonite. We do definitely get a sense of like size comparison between them and like regular Pokemon, right? And they're and they're ju- they're just the fights. It's short, but it's cool. And it is. I I also like the magnet, kind of how heavy between both of them are and everything because yes, they break a rock. They're, they break like a big rock that's actually kind of set up to be like an island sticking out of the water out here in, in the water and they're mm-hmm. fighting and then the cra- the rock just starts cracking under the yeah. fighting and whatnot. So, And Dragonite is having none of this. And so he goes after Red and because Red uses that as a distraction to go get the, uh, the HM that he needs. Uh, sadly, the HM breaks, and Red gets stuck under a boulder and is basically drowning. Uh, so, R.I.P. Red, end of story, uh, Red is dead. Right. Hey, so I got one question for you. What? What move do you think Dragonite's using where he's shooting this light from his little head tentacles? I don't know what it was. All right, where were we? Hey, we were talking about how Red basically died because his leg stuck her under a rock. So a Gyarados comes in, and Red's like, I can't believe it, it's a Gyarados. As he's dying, drowning from all the water that's coming to his lungs, uh, Gyarados and Dragonite are fighting. And we see a mermaid who looks very suspicious. She looks like Misty. Here's here's another thing. When we were just talking about size, right? Yeah. With Snorlax and Dragonite, how Mm -hmm. big Gyarados is compared to Dragonite. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But Red ends up getting saved uh, while this (laughs) fight between Dragonite. What? I just thought of something stupid. Well, what did you think of? <laughs> Dragonite or uh, not Dragonite, Gyarados and Snorlax. You ever seen an anaconda go after a fat man? <laughs> <laughs> no says no says I. I am well protected. <laughs> this this mermaid who we find out is Misty. Uh say thread. And Red gets out. He finds that a Starmie 
is there to save him as well. And this big, like, these two big hulking beasts are going at it. And Gyarados kind of, like, gives a wink to Red. He's like, he's like, hey, or like a nod. You might even say they're having a kaiju fight. Maybe. But Gyarados and Red have a little moment. And uh, Red tells Gyarados, uh, I believe he tells him to do like a hyper beam attack because uh, I think Dragonite's getting ready to uh, attack. And we get this really cool, like almost like a test of strength type of uh, situation where we see like the power of both their hyper beams, like like the force and the shockwave of it, just really cool and like very well. I'm telling you, it was it's a kaiju fight. It, it basically is a kaiju fight. It's Godzilla. It's Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, which is cool. I mean, we there is kind of Godzilla vibe as I can see going on with this, and turns out a. Uh, uh, well, Gyarados wins the fight between Dragonite and himself. Um, I don't think it was a fair fight because Snorlax jumped in out of that before that. Um, but it turns out the HM got destroyed because Red was reckless. And uh, <laughs> we find out that uh, Misty saved him. And she is a Pokemon water expert. So, uh, you know, she could have basically just called him and asked, uh, called Misty and asked to use uh, her surf and not have to go through this trouble. She said, you could have just called me and you could have been waterboarded. Which I... I have questions. Okay. One, why was the Dragonite there? Why did the Dragonite care so much about the HM? <laughs> Did because Gary already got it before Red did, right? Did not Gary Blue? Sorry, Blue. Did Blue have this trouble that that Red had? You know, did he have to fight the Dragonite? Uh, why was this thing put down in the middle of the ocean? Why was Misty a fucking mermaid? Did she actually like put on like a mermaid tail and to go save Red? It's got to help her swim. And like, or was it just Red's like imagination while he was dying? Oh, that would that would be a good turn of events. You know, like, was it just Red's imagination that helped that Misty was actually a mermaid well, instead? Well, and piggybacking off of that, does he like Misty enough for her to be a mermaid? And question, why was she topless? Was she topless? And when she was a mermaid, she is topless. She she has no clothes no clothes up top, so she is booby out. The boobs are out. You're going back to look, aren't you? I know. I got. I was like, I didn't even notice that. You sick pervert! Am, what a pervert! Am I the sick pervert? For not noticing, or are you a sick pervert for noticing? <laughs> I yeah. What the hell? I didn't notice that at all. I was like, no, she had like the little, I guess it's for the anime. I was like, no, she had the little shell cups on, you know, she, we're all good. And then I'm like, no, you're right. Like, 
we don't see that at all. No, Misty, yeah, Misty's uh Misty's uh going free at this moment. Well maybe she's a wizard. She can turn maybe, maybe. she can turn her legs into a tail. So let let me let me ask you, what did you think about this uh this chapter? I mean it very much dovetails into the next chapter. Uh I mean I like the fight. Uh hopefully yeah. we get a rekindle back with uh Gyarados since we did realize that this is Ash's Gyarados. Um you mean, mean Misty's? No, isn't this Ash's Gyarados? No, it's you mean red. No, it's Misty's because it's Misty's Gyarados. That's the one who was experimented on by Team Rocket. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, they actually talk about that in the next chapter. Um, as much as I thought the fighting was cool and I liked that part of the this chapter, yeah, I kind of felt like we could have just like. Not had this chapter and just you, moved on. You didn't want to sit there and think about, oh, good golly, I could be like, uh, like red and have some topless Misty pull me out of the water. Uh, well, red was unconscious for most of that, so I don't think it really matters. And That's Misty okay. Is- That's okay. Some people sometimes guys like to be guys of desire. Okay. I mean, Misty is a teenager. She's not even legal. Oh, but Ash is younger than her? You mean Red? Yeah, Red. Red is younger than her? I think so. All these damn colors. <laughs> <laughs> these colors don't run. They're about to. They're about to run red. <laughs> what, what What did you think about this, this, this chapter? Uh... Yeah, I mean, it was cool, and I see what they were going for. But the other thing is, like, and Misty said, oh, you can just call me up for me to get to wherever. The other question that I have to bring up, though, with that is, okay, well, he can call her up. How is he going to call her up all the time? That that would just get annoying. True. If you were like, hey, Jen, I need you to come pick me up and take me somewhere or whatever, I'd be like, yeah, sure, buddy. I can do that. The 50th time you do it in the same week, I'm going to be like, I will kill kill you if you you pick the phone up one more time. It just makes no sense why this thing will be in the middle of the ocean and they have like no context to why it's out there. I don't know. I mean, it has to be some reason. That's why, like, Professor Oak told him oh you need this yeah so we'll have to see maybe maybe we're just reading too far into it maybe we are just reading too far into it <laughs> <laughs> I mean this this is meant for children and we're in our 30s talking about Pokemon Adventures hey buddy yeah. I had a I had an accident today okay Somebody uh-huh. asked me how old I was. And I was like, I'm 30. And they're like, they kept adding it up. I was like, no. And I was firm on the fact I was 30. And then uh, they're like, no, I don't think that works out. So I had to text my brother and be like, hey, how old are we? Why didn't you just show me driver's license? I did. But even in my head, I wasn't like clicking with me. So I was like, 
how old are we? And he goes, we're 31. And I was like, oh, okay. So sometimes in my fucked up head, uh, hey, buddy, you might be in your 30s. I could still be 29. Oh, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm actually looking forward to getting through this little chunk of story and moving on. Um, I, I was looking at it that we are on chapter 24. Yeah. And uh, and so we have like three chapters left to get done with book two. Yeah, we will. Yeah. So hopefully we can finish first three by the end of this year. Hopefully. Uh, it takes us so long to get through these fucking things. <sighs> That's true. And they're wrapped up in such little cute packages. Yeah. But anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Let us know. What's your favorite Pokemon? Who would you think would be cool in a kaiju fight? And as always, see you next Tuesday.